Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1549 right now and since we were talking about Vader Immortal earlier this week, that's the new virtual reality situation that's coming to us in early 2019 on the new Oculus headset, it got to thinking about something that we haven't talked about in the podcast and that is the Jedi Challenges augmented reality game that came out from Lenovo a while back. And so I went to look at it to see if there was anything that we needed to know from a canon storytelling perspective. I don't actually own the thing, you know, sometimes, you know, there's, you just can't get everything sometimes, you know, would be nice, but eh, you know, what can you do? Anyway, so I don't have it, but thankfully the internet is a repository of wonderful information. And so I went to go, as I said, find out if there's anything story related that we need to know. Well, not exactly. For the most part, there isn't. However, there are a couple of elements to the game that because it is supposed to be canon, it's very important to consider. First of all, the fact of the game, the the whole um, the premise of the game is that you are a person who is force sensitive who has found a Jedi holocron. And this becomes rather important because... The people that you're going to fight, that you're going to train against in this holocron include Kylo Ren. Why is this important? Well, holocrons, as best I can tell, are static in the sense that they have pre-recorded information in them and they are not updated, generally speaking. I mean, there's nothing that I've found in my searches that suggests that they can update themselves or that they you know, are generally updated. They are just pre-recorded repositories of information and that's it. So this holocron then is not something that could be an older artifact that was able to somehow update itself with new information from the time period of the sequel movies. No. In fact, it has to be the case that this Jedi holocron was created after at the very least, The Last Jedi, and I'm saying at the very least The Last Jedi because, you know, certainly doesn't look like there was anyone or anything around that could have created it during the first two movies of the sequel movies that we've seen so far, either The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi. So it stands to reason that it was actually created further along. How much further along? Well, what are the chances that it's not until episode nine or even after episode nine? We've talked about whether episode nine is going to be a jump in time compared to episode eight. It seems like it would have to be that way because, you know, the resistance has been largely decimated in The Last Jedi. And even though there are members of Black Squadron, a.k.a. Snap Wexley and Jess Pava, who are out on their own missions and who are trying to rally support for the resistance during the time of the last Jedi. Well, you know, it can't be that much at that time because, you know, the majority of the strength of the forces of the resistance were at Dakar when they got shot down. And then, you know, after escaping from Dakar, but not really escaping since they were all getting shot down and whatnot. So it makes sense to me more than anything else to say that this Jedi holocron would have to have been created after episode nine, whatever happens in that movie, which then 
you have to go on the next level of logic, which is that if a Jedi holocron was created after episode nine, then something resembling a Jedi order must have sprung up after the events of episode nine as well. And the character that talks from the holocron is referred to as the archivist. And so that gives you another idea about what state the Jedi Order could be in after Episode Nine. The fact that they have bothered to get an archivist of any kind suggests that the Jedi Order, as it exists in whatever time this holocron was created, has to have been pretty strong and pretty well organized and rather expansive. I mean, how big did the Jedi Order get before they decided to hire Jocasta New to manage the Jedi Library, right? I mean, I'm sure that the reality of the situation was is that they probably had a lot of Jedi Knights and Jedi Masters and so on and so forth kicking around before they finally decided, hey, we should probably be documenting some of this stuff and getting a librarian involved. So, I think this is something that could be happening if we are 34 ABY for The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. I think we could be talking as far out as 50 ABY for the creation of this holocron and you know the fact that you know it even exists that they have an archivist documenting some stuff and that Kylo Ren appears in this thing as a character that you can train against and fight against. So it's kind of an exciting theory, the idea that it could be you know, a restored Jedi Order that will greet us in Episode 9, and if not, then certainly the seeds of a restored Jedi Order that we might be able to see in Episode 9 as a result. So, you know, speculation of sorts, I guess, about what we're being told by Jedi Challenges, but then again, I don't know if it's so much speculation as just, you know, logical deductions, but I'd love to hear what you think about it. Let me know wherever it is that you happen to be catching this episode. I'm going to take a quick break, and then we're going to have one postscript note about the Kathleen Kennedy news after the break, and a word from our friends at Nissan. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, I want to see your solo a Star Wars story inspired custom designs of Nissan Titans and Altimas and Rogues. Check out sw7x7.com custom to make your own designs, share them on social media, and tag us so that we can check them out. I've already done a Falcon and a Conveyx Transport and a Cloud Rider Swoop Bike. I'm going to do a couple more. Check it out at sw7x7.com custom and make your own with Nissan's fun Best in the Galaxy customizer tool. And hey, don't forget Solo A Star Wars Story is out on digital, Blu-ray, and new on 4K Ultra HD as well. Welcome back. So I've been checking out the news about the Kathleen Kennedy contract extension and it was originally reported in the Hollywood Reporter. Variety went and checked with their sources as well and are hearing the same thing. So even though this is not something that Disney is necessarily announcing, I mean, I think it's just something that gets announced. It's not like their PR department comes out and says, hey, blah, 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 blah. Like they don't generally do it that way. But Variety is confirming the story as well. And so having that second confirmation, I think, you know, makes it much more believable. Not that I didn't believe it in the first place, but you know what I mean. Anyway, when you're quoting anonymous sources for these things, you know, like, you do kind of have to have that little shade of a doubt in there, basically. Anyway, uh, it occurred to me also that I did not necessarily opine on the whole subject, and yeah, you know, like, my opinion, ah, eh, you know, who cares? But, 
you know, for what it's worth, I'm very happy about it. And I think it's the right decision. And I'm very pleased that Disney has, you know, stood up for Kathleen Kennedy, as it were. You know, I wish it wasn't even that. I wish it wasn't a matter of, you know, us having to say, oh, yeah, they stood up for her. Oh, it's a, you know, move, you know, showing their confidence in her considering what's happened over the last couple of years or whatever, you know. It isn't even that. I mean, the woman has an incredible track record in Hollywood, and even a speed bump like Solo, A Star Wars Story should not be slowing Disney down by any means, and I think that that has been clearly expressed with the contract extension, so... It's a wonderful bit of news for Star Wars, I think. And so congratulations to Kathleen Kennedy and to the entire Lucasfilm team for the continuity that we're going to have over the next three years and the vote of confidence in how things are going so far. So well done. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. If you are not subscribing, please subscribe wherever you like to catch it. And if you haven't supported the podcast on Patreon, I hope you'll consider doing it. That's at patreon.com slash sw7x7. For now, though, it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day, and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry, with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.